What's the holdup? What's holding you back? You have a passion you want to pursue or long to find one. So why aren't you? You're afraid to fail? Afraid you might embarrass yourself? Are there some other problem or problems you think you need to get under control first? You think you need to be ready in a certain way? Or you may doubt your right to even have such a dream. Are you being too entitled or wanting too much? These are the limiting beliefs we challenged in the first three episodes, so go back and listen to those if you haven't already. And today, we're going to dig a little deeper under the surface into that not always super obvious, but very powerful and present fear that you are not good enough. I'm Gina Marks, and you're listening to Now You Tell Me. Why? Have you ever stopped to think about that? What is it that's not good enough about you? You may not even realize you're thinking this. With my clients, it's not something that's top of mind. It's not something they offer up. It's something that comes out as we begin to question and explore why they're not doing what they really want to be doing. It was the same with me. And what's revealed is that there's some underlying belief that there is some character criteria for being a person of significance and living a certain type of life. So there's a couple different lines of questioning here. One, what is that criteria? How are you not meeting it? Who does meet it? And who decides all this? Who's on the judging panel? And two, where'd you get this idea? Where do we get this idea? Is it even real? Is there such a thing as a person being good enough or not good enough in this way? A good way to get at this is to ask, how are you not meeting this alleged criteria? Specifically, how are you not good enough? I don't think most of us ever stop to think this through. We sort of just feel not good enough and let that make decisions in our lives. But we haven't fully fleshed out the theory here. What could make us so unacceptable that we get pre-disqualified from a life of meaning or significance? That we get pre-disqualified from even pursuing our particular dreams? Makes me think of those um, credit card offers, those like pre-qualified credit offers where you're approved to apply. Is anyone banned from applying? What does that even mean, approved to apply? Well, we pre-disapprove ourselves from even applying for the life that we want. And why? What are these crimes of character that make us so unacceptable? What kind of answers do you think I get when I ask my clients this, when I get them to really think about what makes them so bad as to not be good enough? Do you think they confess to being big liar faces, just going around betraying everyone in their lives, tripping elderly ladies as they cross the street? Secretly drowning bunnies in their bathtubs for fun? No, they missed some bills. They gained some weight. They ate some extra nachos. They watched some Netflix. They overslept. They're not so great with the time and the tasks. And or they think they have some unacceptable personal defect. Like they're too fat or too ugly. Or they think their personality's weird. They're too awkward, too loud, too quiet. Think they're not enough this, too much that. Essentially, what it all boils down to is they have some idea of what it means to be an acceptable, appropriate, and therefore worthy human, which apparently looks something like being super responsible and disciplined and confident and shiny and eating perfectly and living a perfectly healthy lifestyle and always getting up at 6 a.m. and never eating too much or wasting time or only watching that well-earned half hour of quality television each night. (laughs) God help me, because I am not even close. Okay, so let's say your dream is something like starting your own business or pursuing a new career, 
or maybe um, something creative like writing, music, filmmaking, painting, or some causal-based initiative where you want to help um, help a particular cause. Or it may be figuring out what your passion is, committing to that process. Is it contingent upon whatever you think is your disqualifying criteria? Is it contingent upon the state of your home or what you eat or what you weigh or your hairstyle or how charismatic you are or what time you wake up on your days off? Look, maybe whatever it is you want to accomplish may require a certain level of organization or a particular skill set. That's a different situation. That's something you can learn. You can learn whatever you need to learn for that pursuit, right? But this not good enough business is usually about what we see as our personal failings, things that don't have anything to do with what we want to do. I'm not minimizing how some of these concerns can really very negatively affect our lives. If we want to improve in some of these areas, certainly we can do that, and that's important. But in this context, it's not the thing itself, the problem area. It's the story we're telling about it that's having the negative effect and keeping us from doing and being what we really want to do and be. It's this idea that there is such a thing as a person that's worthy of pursuing a meaningful life and doing rewarding work and contributing positively to the world versus that being something that is available to all of us. And while there may be some cases where certain pursuits do present additional challenges due to bias, that does not mean it disqualifies you. And it does not mean that you're not good enough. It may mean some people don't yet understand how good you are. And that's your job to show them. I'm not saying there isn't bias and that some people aren't going to have advantages towards certain things. That's real. But one of the reasons that continues to prevail is how many people are counting themselves out because of that assumption and because of their own discomfort with it. Your internal discomfort with yourself is different from external disqualification of yourself. Is what you see as your not good enoughness an actual disqualification that literally prevents you from the work or the pursuit? Or is it that you feel uncomfortable in yourself and you're opting out to avoid exposure or feeling further discomfort? Meaning it's not that you are not good enough, but that you feel not good enough. While that feeling, that negative sense of self, is not something that vanishes with a snap, with this awareness, you can move forward. You can be working on what's going on there, why you, on why you disapprove of yourself and how to get your own approval in that way. And you can be working on that problem area. I'm not telling you you just need to change how you think about yourself and all the problems go away. You can do both. You can bring truth and objectivity to your perspective on the situation while making those tangible improvements and still being in pursuit of the big meaningful thing. You can be working on your relationship with yourself, with your body, with money, time, food, things, working on your self-image. And you can be doing that from your path of purpose, not in order to get on it, not in order to be worthy. None of that has to be all buttoned up before you go after your dream. None of that makes you not good enough. None of that pre-disqualifies you from applying, from being in the pursuit. There is no gate or gatekeeper. There is no rope line where you have to meet certain criteria to be admitted to a life of purpose and meaning. It's completely available. You get to matter. You get to matter right now. You get to do and pursue what matters to you starting whenever you want. 
starting now if you want to opt in for that. You're the only one on the judging panel. Again, I'm not talking about specific qualifications for a specific role. You might need to learn some things. You might not be great at the thing yet. You might have to overcome some obstacles, some big ones. I've never started something as a master. (laughs) We all have to be beginners when we do new things or experimenters, testing different projects and scenarios to find the ones that work. And that opportunity to be that beginner at what you want to master, to be that experimenter, that opportunity is available if you want it. You don't need to do anything to earn it. It's completely available to you. And then there is the matter of the idea itself. You're worried the idea isn't good enough. You may have both of these going on. You may feel like you're not good enough. And if you get past that, you're worried your idea isn't good enough or you're worried that it's just a dumb dream. On one hand, you think it's amazing. You have a brilliant idea or 10. And on the other hand, you're afraid you're fooling yourself and you're terrified to find out. You're almost glad when you have a really good excuse not to pursue it. You're almost glad when life keeps getting in the way because it lets you off the hook. Oh yeah, I'm on to you. We are cut from the same Here's the deal. I'm going to ask you right now to decide. Is it worth finding out? Are you okay to not find out? To never find out? Sit and think about that for a second. Are you okay to just never know, to never see this through? If you are, it's probably not a deep passion. It's probably not something that feels like a life purpose. More of a you know, more of a would be nice, a fleeting notion. And that's fine. That's totally cool. Just no need to stress about it. If not, if that's not okay with you, another important question here is, are you attached to the specific idea more than the ultimate mission of the idea? More than the impact you want that idea to have? What is the ultimate mission you're looking to accomplish with the idea or that specific path? If you have a story to tell, is there only one way to tell it? Is there only one medium in which to tell it? If you have a business idea or product or service idea, what is the problem you're looking to solve? Is there only one way to solve it? What is the experience you're looking to create? Is there only one way to create it? Is there only one way to go about any of it? Is there only one method or process? No, I doubt it. People that prevail are people that don't get too attached to the how. They get attached to the why, to the ultimate reason for doing the thing. So if your first go around isn't a smash, that doesn't mean you're not good enough. It means, well, that didn't work. What's next? Often people get attached to details, the specific ways of doing things or way they think it has to be when there are all kinds of different ways you can come at it. Certainly your first attempt might bomb. I've had a lot of stinkers. (laughs) Certainly you might flail around a minute or two learning um, a new job or a new skill. That's how it works. That's how we learn. That's where it comes down to what you're willing to invest of yourself versus whether you're good enough. You're plenty good enough. Are you plenty committed to the ultimate goal? Are you committed enough that it's worth some figuring out and flailing around? That has nothing to do with being a worthy human. That has to do with being a willing human. The question is not, are you good enough? It's, are you willing? And you are the only one that gets to decide. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for seeking and searching and questioning and challenging things with me. And hey, happy new year. And go make some decisions about what you are willing and unwilling to do in 2022.